Welcome to the audio podcast of Morning Psalms and Prayers from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. A weekday devotional time in the Psalms. Good morning and welcome to Morning Psalms and Prayer. It is Wednesday, July 22nd. We begin with a prayer for illumination. Let us pray. Lord and creator of every wondrous light of heaven, grant to us that light-giving spirit to understand your precepts, that we might meditate on all your works, the judgments, the victories, the captivities, the redemptions, and catch the reflection of your loving kindness in every rising sun, in crystal frost and snow, in summer night, in glowing sea. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, we are in Psalm 34 today. We'll be reading the rest of the chapter, which is chapter or which is verse 13 through 22. Hear the word of the Lord. The Lord looks down from heaven. He sees all the children of man. From where he sits enthroned, he looks out on all the inhabitants of the earth. He who fashions the hearts of them all and observes all their deeds. The king is not saved by his great army. A warrior is not delivered by his great strength. The war horse is a false hope for salvation, and by its great might it cannot rescue. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his steadfast love that he may deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart is glad in him, because we trust in his holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. All right, so here we are at the end of chapter 33 of the Psalter. We're going to be looking at verses 16 and 17 to start. I think we looked at this psalm. In fact, I know we looked at this psalm previously when we first started this before we decided it was going to be something I was going to keep doing and before uh, we were working systematically through the psalms. Uh, So there may be some repeat here. But verse 16 and 17, the king is not saved by his great army. A warrior is not delivered by his great strength. The war horse is a false hope for salvation, and by its great might, it cannot rescue. This is an important thing that we have to really truly understand. We are prone to thinking the answer is always in might. We like to think in earthly terms, right? We like to think that, you know, everything could be solved if we could just overpower something, whether that's with um, an army or ideas, uh, It doesn't need to be necessarily violence, right? It could be all kinds of things. But it says here, the king is not saved by his great army. Well, that's true. Now, mind you, it may appear on the external um, nature of things that that is the case, right? It's going to seem like, hey, the person with the biggest army is the one who wins. But what we see is that no matter how much we want to interfere with what's going on, ultimately God is in control. At the end of the day, at the end of our lives, God is in control. Uh, It may seem, like I said, on the surface that we are in charge, but God is the one who orders our steps. And and here, David really puts it in something that, that is really so true. Like I said, we think that might and earthly power is is the way that these things work, right? But no, a warrior isn't delivered by his great strength. The war horse is a false hope for salvation. Even if we even if we're able to overcome by might and by the war horse, uh, ultimately, what rescue do we receive there? Does that save us from sin, death, and hell? Does that save us from uh, despair? Does that give us inner peace? It doesn't give us any of those things. It, it, it can't even promise it, much less fulfill it. And so it's important that we understand here that where we find peace, where we find hope, is ultimately in the God who controls 
the world, but ultimately our salvation. That, that's the most important piece. And so verse 20, our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Notice, notice what he's doing here. He's saying that the military strength that he's talked about up above uh, is not really where our help comes from. Our help comes from the Lord. But then look at the imagery that he uses. He's our help and our shield. He is our defense. He is the one who ultimately protects us. We don't protect ourselves. The Lord does. But again, here we have this thing that we struggle with, waiting for the Lord. You know, so often we want to rush ahead with our might, with human ideas. But here David says, you know, I'm in control of armies, but ultimately those don't win. I need to wait for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. He's ultimately talking about the nation here, right? But it applies to all things. If this applies to the nation of Israel, it's going to apply down to us in our personal lives too. We will not be able to force ourselves into any situation to make it better, to be the victor. Now that, again, that doesn't mean we don't work hard. That, that's not what I'm driving at. What I'm driving at is ultimately God is in control and we need to wait for him. And like I said, that is so hard for us because we want to be the victors on our own. We, especially as Americans, we want to pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps. We want to save ourselves. Uh, the idea of, of grace is ultimately very difficult for us because even when we hear the idea of grace as Americans, uh, we think that we have to participate in some way. But ultimately, salvation is of the Lord. He is our help. He is our shield. And so we go to God and we trust in him and we wait for him. That is what relying on the sufficiency of Christ is. And so may we not look within our own power or in any earthly power today and going forward, but instead may we look to God and, and the hope and the peace that he gives. May we wait on the Lord today and each and every day because he, because he is our help. He is our shield. Let us go to prayer. Triune God, you look down from heaven and you see all the children of man. You are enthroned on high and you see all the inhabitants of the earth. You fashion the hearts of them all and you observe our deeds. You are great and mighty above all and we bring our praises to you today. Today we lift up to you all of our missionaries that our congregation supports around the world and in our own nation. We pray that you would embolden them with the message of the gospel and that their faithful proclamation would go forth to those that you have sent them to. We remember today the ministry of Brian and Beth Bruxfort in Alaska. Keep them safe and continue to provide for their ministry as they labor for you. Grant that the Holy Spirit would be at work in the hearts of those that you have sent them to serve. As we begin this day, our souls wait for you, for you are our help and our shield. Our hearts are steadfast, and we pray that you would help us to trust in your holy name. We trust in your great love, and we hope in Christ and him alone. We pray this all in his holy name. Amen. Have yourself a very blessed Wednesday. Take care. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast feed so you don't miss an episode. If you would like more information on our congregation, you can find it at edgertonfrc.org. You can also watch the videos of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.